Welcome to Two Hypnotherapists Talking with me, Denise Billen Mejia in Delaware, USA. And me, Martin Ferber in Preston, UK. This weekly podcast is for anyone and everyone who would like to know more about the fascinating subject of hypnosis and the benefits it offers. I'm a clinical hypnotherapist and psychotherapist. I'm a retired medical doctor turned consulting hypnotist. We are two hypnotherapists talking. So let's get on with the episode. Okay, and let's get on with the show indeed. And this week we've got a very special guest, my former tutor, Karen Dunnett. Karen, hello. <laughs> hello there. Lovely Karen, to... meet Denise. <laughs> and hello, Hi, Denise. Lo- and nice lovely to meet, to meet you. you. Lovely to meet you both. Well, know you, Martin, obviously, for a number <laughs> yes. of years now. But uh, And I'm very, very flattered and honoured to be invited onto your podcast. Hey, it's so great. You. Where, great where to have you on here. Where are you, Karen? I'm based in Skipton in North Yorkshire in the UK. Oh, okay. Yorkshire, so, I can handle. Skipton, I can't. Okay. No, I, <laughs> I, I didn't know where it was either until I came to live here. So that's, that's perfectly understandable. But it's a beautiful little town. It's a market town, nice canal going through it. The Liverpool Leeds oh, nice. Canal runs through the middle of the town. So Very nice. Nice place. Hmm. But as you may have gathered from my accent, I'm not from here originally. I'm actually from Aberdeen in Scotland. That's where I hail from. Another nice place, although cooler. <laughs> not much, not much cooler than Skipton, to be honest. <laughs> and a lot, <laughs> and a lot drier and sunnier. Mm. Oh, that's good. Mm. All right. So, what are you going to talk to us about today? How did you become a hypnotist? What what led you to it? Because that's also a fascinating part of people's right. lives. Right. Okay. Well, I've. This is probably about career number six, to be honest. Okay. I started off in um, research, spent a lot of time in pharmaceutical research. Mm-hmm. And during that point, I've always been fascinated by what goes on in the brain, to be honest. So that scientific background was was a beginning towards it. Um, from there, I've done various other things. I, I did um, a master's in rural environmental management, hence my interest in nature, which we'll link into that later. And I then took on a cafe. So it's been quite varied, really, I have to say. Um, And when you're running a cafe, you find that people do talk to you a lot. Yes. So, so, and I've got that, I've got that sort of face, apparently. People want to talk to me about (laughs) the problems, which can be good and bad. Um, And when I finished with the second cafe I had, uh, I'd always wanted to do something with people. Um, Mm -hmm. I actually started to do a degree in counselling and Mm -hmm. the solution-focused hypnotherapy training at the same time. And as as I went forward with that, I decided that that wasn't a very good uh, retirement plan because it was going to take me about 60 hours a week to do the two together. Mm. And I actually came down on the side of solution-focused hypnotherapy. Had you been been experienced hypnosis yourself? No, no, I hadn't. Not at all. It was my cousin's husband, actually. He's a counsellor and a hypnotherapist. And he said, why don't you try hypnotherapy? Mm. So that, oh, that you've was... got a hypnotherapist in the family. That's good. Indeed. He doesn't do it anymore. He's retired now. But but he was the one who actually persuaded me that this was, was an interesting and good thing to do. And and uh, and it is. It suits my sciencey background because I can understand, love to understand more about the workings of the brain. And mm-hmm. as I say, the solution-focused aspect is really what sells it to me because it's such a lovely, positive way to work with people. Mm-hmm. The yes. counselling I stopped in the end 
Uh, I didn't complete that degree because I, it kind of made me realize having to have counseling myself and mm -hmm. not, not having anything I wanted to talk about in particular, it gave me a, a full on demonstration of how upsetting it can be to dig down and all into the past and all the things that have upset you in the past. Right. So I thought, you know what, we don't need to do that. So I'm, I don't want to go that route. Mm -hmm. So, so here I am. Um, not that we're not that we're suggesting that people shouldn't use counselors. It depends on your whatever situation you're in. Yeah, you need to look at all the all the possibilities of improving your life. Absolutely, I would, one size does not fit all, does it? Exactly. But, but that wasn't the right one for me. So, so I went the solution focused route, and I love it. This is really um, strange hearing this from you, Karen, because I can remember um, back in the day when you were teaching me, the first couple of modules, I couldn't get my head around not allowing people to offload. Um, because similarly to when you had your cafes, when I was a jeweler, part of people's journey, that you know, jewelry is usually an emotive purchase, um, christenings, birthdays, engagements, weddings, that kind of thing, or even memorial jewellery. Quite often people want to offload as part of the journey of you making something mm -hmm. for them. And, you know, I regarded it as part of mm -hmm. my job to listen to them. So I couldn't get my head around that at first when I was training yeah. to be a therapist. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it's not necessarily a good thing listening to people offload, as in, you know, get them concentrating on something else instead. Because um, I used to think at first, how rude, not listening to people. <laughs> right. But you don't, You, I mean, obviously they come in and they tell you their story, but yeah. then they don't have to relive the pain each time they come in. <laughs> so you could, yeah, we, we still, it then. Yeah. We, we do still listen because it would be rude not to listen at all, wouldn't it? But, mm -hmm. but the idea is to guide them towards how they want the future to be rather than dwelling in the past really mm -hmm. that's how I would would phrase it but I remember you being very skeptical about mm. the solution focused <laughs> at, the, at the beginning of the course and I also remember the day you walked in and you said I've got it I've got it I got it it's fantastic <laughs> I, I got it yeah I had, a, I had a light bulb moment because I remembered an incident after um the, the jewelry shop had been robbed and what my GP mm. said to me and it just suddenly fell into place it was like yeah I get it I absolutely get it now um, and from that point on, I've absolute faith in, in the process and I understand why the process works. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it was really, really, really strange that. Mm. Yeah, in fact, I have to say, I've often wondered why you chose the solution focused hypnotherapy course, Martin, with that in mind. Um, because after studying everything, and I, I shopped around a lot, believe me, um, it was the only one that appeared to be evidence-based, science-backed, and not full of BS. Fair <laughs> enough. But putting yeah. it bluntly. Yeah, that's a good good reason. Good reason. <laughs> yeah. So you you found it and you started practicing right away. You opened a practice as soon as you were qualified. Yes, yes, I did, and um, I was in practice for a couple of years, I guess, and then I wanted to become a supervisor because. Mm -hmm. As I say, people like talking to me and, you know, I, I, I enjoy that side of things. Mm -hmm. um, so I did that training with Cathy, uh, who is the other tutor that taught mm -hmm. Martin. She was also my supervisor at that point. And the reason I became a tutor was because she emailed me and said, "How how's it going? You know, how are you getting on? And I said, 
not too keen on the portfolio element, to be honest. You know, I've had enough of writing essays, but I'm really enjoying <laughs> the working with, with people. And then in, just as a joke, I said, perhaps I should have been a teacher. And she came mm. back to me almost immediately and said, you know what, Karen? I'm opening another school in Preston. Do you mean that? Would you really like to be a teacher? <laughs> so it can be the smallest little thing, can't it? A little mm-hmm. throwaway comment that takes a big, makes a big change in your life and takes a different turn right. from there. Yeah, you planted a hypnotic seed. <laughs> either that, either that, or she did. <laughs> not sure, not sure which way. So you're you're opening an, uh, a hypnosis school in Preston itself. Uh, just the Preston area. It's in the Preston, <laughs> the Preston area. This, they, there are going to be about eight schools. So mm-hmm. it's the Solution Focused Training Academy. And, and mm-hmm. Kathy, who I just mentioned, she's the founder of the whole thing. Um, and she has taken all her knowledge and all her colleagues' knowledge about what we think works, what doesn't work, how to, the best way to teach. And she's put it all together in this new training course so Preston is one of the centers at the beautiful mm-hmm. Myers School College Martin knows the college although beautiful we didn't spend college. much time there but <clears> it's <throat> an agricultural college so it's in a beautiful oh. place and Lovely. great for you the environmental person you can... well absolutely it's quite expensive sometimes because there's a really nice garden center there mm-hmm. I could mm-hmm. and I've bumped into Martin there and I've been teaching other courses so it can be quite expensive if I get carried away in there each weekend yeah. Yeah, Nick, Nick and I had driven there one, I think it was a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon, I can't remember. Mm, mm. Um, as, well, it would have been a Sunday, I think, uh, as, as we frequently do, visiting garden centres. And we're just breezing through. <laughs> and I'd completely forgotten that the course had been running there that weekend. And I bumped mm. into Karen in the middle of the garden centre. She'd sneaked in there on a lunch break. I had. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't sneak. I just take whatever I buy back into the classroom. But that's okay. <laughs> So, um, so yes, it is a wonderful place to do the the walking therapy, mm. and um, and this new course, I think, I think everybody involved is really excited about it. Mm. It's mm-hmm. it's it's the only course where you can get your HPD qualification in six months. All the other courses you, in the UK please, take ten. Could you say all the big words, please? Because you're talking to different countries. We <laughs> don't have the same qualifications. <laughs> um, the HPD is the Hypnotherapy Practitioner's Diploma. And that is verified by the, the National Hypnotherapy Council in the UK, which is okay. one of the leading organisations to do with hypnotherapy. So, sorry, yes, I forgot. Yeah, there, there are too many acronyms in this world, aren't there? And it's it's an NCSFE recognised certificate, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now you get to do it too. <laughs> Some national certificate for further education, is it? NCSFE? Yeah. Something yes, like that. I, th- I, th- I think so. But that that's <clears throat> kind of the national qualification. So so that's quite exciting. As I say, all the other courses in the UK, it takes ten months to get that qualification. So mm-hmm. we've we've shortened that duration um it's going to be a mixture six face-to-face weekends and then two online weekends with with martin in charge of of those um there is a massive support behind it all which i think is fantastic called the hive so people Mm -hmm. will be able to to go on to the hive there'll be refresher tutorials on there you know if we've done the rewind reframe, for example, there'll be little videos mm-hmm. on there to remind the students first time they're going to do those. Which will is the great. student 
Will the students be able to connect with each other as well through that? They will, and we're also going to have a buddying up system, so everybody will be buddied up with a with a colleague, with a fellow student on that first module, which I think mm -hmm. is really important because we haven't been doing that formally. People tend to do it, but maybe not yeah. right at the beginning. So it's nice right. to formalize that, I think. Yeah. And there was one of the one of the biggest things in my training, because I was a distance student as well. The States is kind of big. You can't get across the place in yeah. less than couple of days if you're driving but um I, my school is based in California but very early on several of us we would have a tutoring session with our various different tutors mm. online on x day at x o'clock um another thing is a problem because you've got several time zones mm. um and several of us just just clicked and so there was one person in Washington state one person in Florida one person in in Wisconsin and me so we had mm. three time zones it got really fun because people were still some people were still working yeah, um, yeah. but they became very close friends it, and it was it was so nice when when I would get frustrated with something that was being supposedly taught to me and, and my other experiences was disagreeing with it somewhat <laughs> I, had, I had at least one person I could call always <laughs> yeah yeah it's good. And to have people to practice with as well. Yes. I think mm. that's yes. so important. Which, so important. which is the other, the other question about your, what, at what point do you have people see um, clients other yeah. than fellow students? That happens after module three. So, okay, so, so about 50% all the way through. Okay. Um, well, less than that time-wise because, yeah, so it's about what, what we're talking, 12 weeks in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and again, that's really important. And that is another thing that is, it's not unique to our course, but there are a lot of courses in the UK mm -hmm. and the students only ever practice on each other. Mm -hmm. And and to me, that would be absolutely terrifying. I can't imagine only ever having practiced on my fellow students and then all of a sudden sitting in front of a real client thinking, oh, you know, yeah. it's not do good you, for building confidence. Yes, exactly. exactly. How many courses do you, how many client hours do you require people to complete um i think the actual course asks for something like the sorry the um hpd asks for something like 120 yeah but it, but if people do what we ask them to do then it tends to be higher than that yeah. um Good. yeah that's, that's the part <laughs> i remember <that> really, well <laughs> this this is one of the frustrations that we have martin and i because there's so many courses you can learn to be a hypnotist over, overnight almost <laughs> I know. certainly in a weekend yeah. and and the the mm. it, 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 it's not very hard to learn the techniques but the practice and to know when to use which one absolutely it takes a while it does take it's a such while. a disservice to people who really want to be good yeah. hypnotists mm. and and yet have been in meetings yeah. both been in meetings with and somebody said oh no i, I saw six people six that's that's like first week <laughs> i know i know but well, we we ask people to see four or five six people per week during yeah. the training and that experience is what it's all about you know mm. you can mm -hmm. you can read the techniques you can practice the techniques but until you've got a, a real person sitting in front of you I, then it's it's not the same at all mm. so so yeah very important yeah I, 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 I'm remembering back now to sort of the anecdotes yourself and Kathy would come out with while you were teaching mm. us 
and it's that real life experience of the tutors as well because I, I can definitely remember Kathy talking about I think it was a clinic in Chorley she was working in mm. and saying like the window cleaners washing the windows somebody <laughs> else is banging something else is happening and yeah. you know and having the confidence to be able to say and all of these sounds will remind you of just how relaxed you are yeah, um, yeah. Mm, absolutely it's it take it does you do need the confidence to do that yeah, don't you because otherwise you're sitting worried and if you you're giving off those worried vibes that's not going to be very helpful no no that's it somebody mm. will pick up on it straight away mm. won't they well they will uh, oh yeah absolutely mm. absolutely and generally nobody notices except you i've certainly mm. had the window cleaner here um while i've been seeing somebody and when they've been in trance no clue can have a coughing fit can't you and you can just sort of take yourself out and come back and they don't notice so yeah well, so touch, no, touch, touch wood i've never had a coughing fit during oh, trance oh. i have had a touch wood you've just, <laughs> you've just jinxed yourself there i think martin <laughs> yeah that, that was yeah. funny last night denise on the um taster session they started doing the trans session well you know me trans junkie i was like <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I had I had never been hypnotized successfully. I've been in a few groups of people. So let's do this little. I was looking, watching the clock, mm. but um, the as as we practiced, you know, by, by the time I've been tra in training for about six or seven weeks, it was. Would you like to be hypnotized? Oh yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's it's, yeah. it's all hypnosis is self hypnosis. What a great idea! Let me go to La La Land for a while. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing, amazing. And actually, you mentioned self-hypnosis there. That is one mm -hmm. of the things that we're going to be covering on this course, which um, is not actually included in the requirements to get the HPD that I mentioned earlier. But we've got quite a few extra things in there. Mm -hmm. more, as I yeah, said, mindfulness hypnosis, Karen. Bring it to the world. Tell us about oh, it. Yeah, that's... yeah, I mean, I... I it's something I use quite a lot in my own practice, actually, because there's a lot of correlations, I'd say, between mm -hmm. mindfulness and hypnosis. So that is something that we're bringing into the new course as well. Kathy was saying last night that there's new research out that shows that it's a, it's a powerful combination. So we're definitely including That's that. interesting. I get asked quite often, isn't mm. this just mindfulness? But I think of it as sort of the mm. other side of the coin. You're cleaning out all the stuff that you don't want, and and you'll be able to concentrate so much better. Yeah. And also, if you're mindful the whole time, you just you'd be exhausted at the end of the day. You you've got to allow your conscious <laughs> mind to take a break. <laughs> yes, you do. You do. I think there there are certain aspects of it that really appeal to me, and that kind of links in with the nature. Because I mm -hmm. think if you're if you're in nature, you know, if I go for a walk or something, and if I'm feeling a bit bit out of sorts or a bit stressed mm -hmm. I will find somewhere just to sit and mm -hmm. I will sit there close my eyes and just really focus on what I can hear so taking one sense at a time that works for me because it just lets everything else go do you do you teach that as a separate is it it's part of your course but do you would you teach it to another hypnotist uh <laughs> <laughs> Well, yes, actually, one, one thing we're planning to do with this course is anybody that, that is aware of what's going on, they can come along for just one module and just pay mm -hmm. module, module at a time. So if there are specific things they would like to learn, then, yeah, they can do that. So, right. yeah, so they could come along for a day or for the whole weekend or or to part of the online. 
So yeah, and we will be looking at doing CPDs and things. Still early days, you know, so, yes. so we want to get the everything just absolutely perfect for the course and the teaching for the face-to-face -face one starts in April. So yeah. hope, hopefully the, the distance learning should be up in about January, I think. So. As um, as a hypnotherapist, Karen, I've never asked you this before. Mm -hmm. um, what's the most unusual thing you've had to help somebody with? <laughs> um, I think the most unusual was somebody came to me with, she had developed a fear, not quite a phobia, but a fear of taking her steam engine driving test. Oh, I well, think very think unusual. I think that's fairly unique. Um, yeah. And the, the, I don't know if you know this, but it takes eight hours, the driving test, to drive a steam engine. So she'd, she'd gone out with her father-in-law for a trial run, and he had just been so critical, not meaning to be, I don't think, but he no. just, you know, instead of giving her constructive criticism, He'd done it in a very negative way and just filled her with dread and thinking that there was absolutely no way she was going to pass it. I'm Which, trying to figure out what why would one do we use that many steam engines still? <laughs> there are quite a few. <laughs> there are quite a few around here, actually, sort of touristy pleasure yes. trips. So right, but I mean I think that might be a more stringent exam than they have for regular truck drivers here. <laughs> well, yeah, it might well be. So so as you might imagine, I was thinking, I was fairly newly qualified as well, and I'm thinking, how long is this rewind going to take? Mm -hmm. So um, I did make sure I didn't have anybody in after. <laughs> um, it didn't take eight hours, I'm very happy to say, but it did take a little longer than it, than it should have done, mm -hmm. you know, ideally. But it worked an absolute treat. We did the reframe and I got a wonderful message from her a week or so later saying she'd passed with flying colours. So, so it was lovely. But that, that I think, is possibly the most unusual mm. thing I've had to deal mm. with so far. Mm. I, yeah. I, how, how about you guys? What's, what's your most unusual? Oh, I'd have to think about it. Denise, what about you? Yeah, I, I don't... I think... I think just about everything I've had, at least two people ask me for everything. The one that always oh, we, we've mentioned several times in, in the various podcasts we've done that is, is people coming, they want to forget a particular person and they just want to cut them out completely from their life, which is not doable. No. And, and you spend more time trying to explain to them why they wouldn't want that to happen than actually hypnotizing mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It is, it is nice to be able to tell people, we can make it just really, really unimportant to just don't have to think about it anymore, but I can't make it go away. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think um, I've, I've never had anything what I would regard as that unusual. I'm doing something, some other work I've been doing recently is, is very, very different with the trans community, people who are transitioning mm -hmm. and getting used to using their new voice, which they've had professional voice training for. Um, but I've got mental blocks in the use of, and um, that's been ongoing with a, a number of clients um, over the months now, and I've been having brilliant success with it. And it's yeah. not something that ever occurred mm -hmm. to me. It was a professional voice coach who approached me, mm -hmm. um, said, you know, she's been getting some fantastic results with these people in training the voice from the technical aspects, but they've got mental blocks when it comes to using it outside of the training sessions 
And she just said to me, do you think hypnotherapy would work? I said, let's give it a go. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah we, we had some brilliant results right from the outset. Yeah. So brilliant. your your school will start in April? We start in April. Um, do, we've you, got about- do, you have, do you have a wait list? So we can put the wait list in, in our uh, show notes so people can sign up. <laughs> well, I'm sure we can send you some information. We don't we don't have a list, but we do have an application process. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll put the website in the show notes, the, Karen. That would be the ideal way to do it, I think. Right. Um, and yeah, it's a very simple process. You just send an email in and then which which school you're interested in, because there's going to be about eight. Mainly mm-hmm. at the moment, mainly in the north of England. Although apparently we're opening one in Guildford as well, which was oh wow, very really sorry. That that's... was news to me yesterday. So so yeah. that will be that's exciting. <clears throat> so that will be nine to start off with. Um, so yep, starting in April. Everybody's really excited about it. Mm. Um, can't wait oh. to get going. Are you going to run twice a year? Because I assume everybody's in the same cohort. Okay. Yeah, we are. So it'll be April, September, and then October to March. So, so yes, we'll be two courses every year. Um, fantastic. Looking forward to it. So, so yeah. And as I said, the the other we sort of touched on this earlier, and then we moved away from it. The walking therapy is mm-hmm. also going. That's going to be another aspect to the course that we hasn't been included, and I don't think is included in any other course. But um, because of my love of nature and that's my place to go, I looked into it at, during lockdown. Actually, that was that's wow. when I really started to pay attention to it. And it's just you, such. When you say it's offered, it's offered by the the course that you're running, or is it is it offered across all of the ones that are under Kathy's new academy? It's going to be in all the new ones. Yeah, okay. it's going to be covered across across the board. So, um, so nobody, nobody has to worry about, am I signing up for the right one because I want to do... Well, no, but obviously there. Preston's yeah. going to be the best one. <laughs> oh, on that track. <laughs> yeah, so, the, only, um, the only place I've heard of is that you can walk around and around Winky Square. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, walking around, just walking is, is very beneficial to mm. us as well, as we've already mentioned. Mm. There's lo- yeah. lots of research out there to show that even if you can't get to a green space still worth going out it just helps to settle the mind um nature's fantastic because there are so many things that we talk about fractals uh the noises seeing some fantastic wildlife just puts everything into perspective i think and there are so many metaphors you can use with people in the natural world we're gonna have to have you back because the usual thing to say is, and what do you think you'll be doing next? But you already, you know, it's not, oh. it's, it's it's concrete now. You just gotta wait for the passage of time. I assume you're gonna stick with this for a bit before you add anything else to the mix. Because I think it so. takes a little while. Yeah. 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 It needs to bed in, doesn't it? Really? Do you know what you've not mentioned, Karen? Sorry to jump in. What what have I not mentioned? Hypnofix. Oh gosh, no, I haven't done it. <laughs> Denise, oh. watch Denise's ears prick up now. <laughs> <laughs> Hypnofix is, it's like a headband. <clears throat> that you, mm-hmm. it's, and it's like a very portable well, EEG um, with instant data. So you can track what's going on in your client's brain while you're doing the session. Um, Are you doing, is that something you would use for a research point of view? Or is it more of a convincer for your clients? It's going to be both, I'd say. 
Um, it, it's good from a re research point of view because you can sort of prove that things are, are happening. But yeah, it's mm -hmm. also a convincer for your clients because if they're if they're a bit doubtful, you can actually show them. Well, this is what happened in your brain during that session. Yeah, um, I, but, I, it would be. I'm going to have to look into it. I have some lovely, lovely clients because I work pretty much only online. I see very few people in person. Mm. Um, but but I have had several people who've had really good success, and they come and they tell me they feel really good, and X, Y, and Z has mm. happened. Mm. And then they say, I don't understand. Are you really hypnotizing me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get that. I feel much better, but I don't know why. And my very famous lady, I, I did a lady and I gave her a really, really low rate because she was very fixed income. And um, she came, I always require people to have a second session that, that, that's built into it. Um, she came back a second session. So it didn't, you know, you lovely voice, but you know, it didn't, didn't do anything. I said, oh, been up to the last two weeks she came to me because she was having sort of social anxiety we're coming out of covid and she'd mm -hmm. been locked up for a long time and she was an older woman um <laughs> she said well i've joined a walking group and i'm joined the golf club and i'm <laughs> i'm going away on vacation <laughs> Ah, oh, it didn't work. Let me know if you need anything else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? People just yeah. Because it it's such a natural way that it works. It's not like suddenly there's a light bulb and you say, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things just fall into place, don't they? And it mm -hmm. feels, as you say, feels so natural. People think, oh, well, I didn't need to come to you then. You know, it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Don't you think that's like a lot of things in life, isn't it? When you make something look easy to somebody. Yeah. And because yeah. like you say, it, it is a very softly, softly approach and process, isn't it? Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I, I get that. It's like, I'm not sure if it's working or not. Well, what's been good this week? What have you done? <laughs> and it's a lot of things that they weren't doing three weeks before. Yeah. 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 So, Karen, can I just take you right back to when you first started practicing as a therapist? You can. Because um, you did some really interesting work. And I'm sure our listeners would be interested in it. You did um, a, lot, a lot with cancer patients, didn't you? I did. Yeah, that, that was one of the ways I got experience volunteering with two cancer charities. Um, and it, it, was a, it was a lovely thing to do. I wasn't sure, to be honest, when I first started how I would find it, because I've lost lots of people to cancer, which is what drew me to it. But it was also a bit. Mm. Yeah. And it, yeah, but it, it was a lovely thing to do. Um, very satisfying thing to do you've got to be gentle obviously when you're working with mm -hmm. people who are sometimes you know it's a terminal illness but we can still help them we can still help them to relax we can still help them to to focus on what's going well and what's being good um and help them to face the future as well you know um can you believe it we have filled up an entire show karen Fantastic. So, well, we're not going to cut you off until you've said everything you want to say. You can, of course, come back and say other stuff. You want to come back in the summer of next year and tell us how your first your first uh, I would has gone. I would love to. I would love to. That would be fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. No, that yeah. would be great. Mm -hmm. That would be great. But be is good. there anything you'd like to say to our viewers and listeners, Karu, about SFTA or about how people can contact you if oh. they've if they've seen you today and would like to have therapy with you? I'll put your website on the show notes. Yeah, as well. absolutely. Please do. And um, 
I would love to hear from anybody who's interested in the course. I think, Martin, mm. you're going to put the SFTA website up there I am, as well. yeah. yeah. And um, <clears throat> I honestly think it is the most innovative and exciting way of teaching hypnotherapy in the UK at the moment because it's just drawn so many people's experience, people who have been tutoring for a long time, so we know what works, we know what doesn't work, um, and also lot i don't know how many years experience as therapist you'd have if you added us all up together mm. but um there's an awful lot of experience that we want to share with people mm. and we want to we, we really want to give people the best training positive possible with the best support we can give them and turn yeah. out competent capable confident and happy happy practitioners that's what we want to do yeah. right. so, it was really nice meeting you i'd love <laughs> to meet you too denise thank you for having me on the podcast oh. uh, it's you're, been... you're more than welcome karen and we'll definitely get you back on um yes. in a few months well, time i will look forward to that right. and giving you an update yeah absolutely <laughs> thank right, you lovely thank you We hope you've enjoyed listening. Please remember, this podcast is designed to give you an insight into therapeutic hypnosis and is for educational purposes only. So remember, consult with your own healthcare professional if you think something you've heard may apply to you or a loved one. If you found this episode useful, you can apply for free continuing professional development or CME credit using the link provided in the show notes. Feel free to contact either of us through the links in the show notes. Join us again next week.